Welcome back to another season of Hana Café The Netherlands, the podcast where we bring you insightful discussions and unravel the complex world of SAP with specialist guests from across the industry. And we are thrilled to kick off our ninth season, Jan. Ninth season. Oh, oh, oh. What is what happened? What do <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, where is it? Uh, our ninth season with an ex- exciting topic that's rapidly changing the landscape of business operations. SAP built process automation. Yeah. Yay! Today's guest is Jan de Klerk, an SAP hyper-automation expert who is dedicated to boosting efficiency at the value chain. She joined in 2015 and is deeply involved with Sapiens, the Belgian SAP user group, as a technology focus lead. Jana is recognized both for her contributions to significant conferences like the SAP Insight Track in Belgium and her active participation in the growing SAP community. Her deep insights from IT business management, earned at the Erasmus College Brussels, and professional experiences, including speaking in SAP TechEd, have made her a leading voice in SAP built process automation. We'll explore her ex- professional journey, plus a dash of personal aspects, like her current home renovation project. <laughs> So, a mix of topics today. So tune in for a uniquely insightful episode filled with automation, growth and life insights. Welcome to Hana Café The Netherlands. Hana Café Nederland is een podcast met nieuws vanuit de SAP-wereld. In het café spreken de gasten en stamgasten over ontwikkelingen, innovaties, events of praten ze gewoon weer eventjes bij. Laten we snel naar binnen gaan. Welkom, Jana. Thank you, thank you. In our Hana Café in the Netherlands. And we are going to talk about process automation. Yes. So, what do you do with process automation? Automate. Oh. <laughs> hey. Yeah, yeah no, uh, I do a lot of projects uh, in, in yeah, the, the process. Uh, you, every company has its own processes and some of them can be automated, obviously. And uh, that's where we uh, come into place to actually think about uh, how the process starts, how can we uh, do it better and automate it at the same time. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. But yeah, it's so not just automation. It's hyper-automation. It's, <laughs> if you want to call it hyper-automation, sure thing. Uh, but it's it's automating, yeah. Well, that's what the what the, the business area has been called, right? At the yeah, moment? true, 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 true. So what, yeah, what maybe maybe a question to the both of you, because you're doing a fellowship on aut- automation in SAP. Uh, but guys, what is this hyper thing doing in hyper terms thing. of automation? <laughs> Why is it called hyper-automation? It's called hyper-automation at the value chain. <laughs> no, it's, no, I yeah. hear more customers talk about hyper automation. Yeah, yeah so and, we, and at SAP we call it enterprise automation. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's uh, uh, the, uh, the combination, combination. Uh, of yeah. integration and Signavio together with build process automation. Very so good. it's like uh, the the circle. Mm-hmm. I still like that uh, the picture of the circle yeah. because it's yeah mainly true. Yeah, exactly. So with Signavio you can uh, do Mine some processes. mining, and yeah. then get all the insights can you import them into process automation. But also you, you need to have make sure that everything is integrated. But that's your part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, integration ah. suite. <laughs> yeah, and of course everything AI infused. Yeah, that's what yeah. we have to say uh, since uh, <laughs> January first this year, right? <laughs> yeah, there is actually some some kind of AI embedded in SAP build process automation because we can see that the automations gets faster every time you run them. If you don't change them, they actually get faster uh, after a, a certain time of uh, yeah use. Uh, it actually gets faster every time. In the beginning, it's like five seconds for one automation, and then after a month of three, we can see that it's uh, evolved to one second. But it's funny that you say this because they were saying that process automation is supposed to be taking over tasks from humans, right? Yeah. And if human does a task, the first time they do it, 
it's often very slow as well. And then gradually yeah. it's getting faster as well. Yeah, so that's, it's yeah. mimic mimicking the employee yeah. in that sense as well. Yeah, 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 sure thing. Uh, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's like, yeah, that's really cool. tiny little robots are doing your job. Yeah. <laughs> that's also what, what you hear a lot of at a lot of presentations about AI or about business AI. Then, huh? then think of business AI as your intern, and you need yeah. to train your intern, and that's then they get faster. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But let's get back to the value chain because there are a lot of SAP consulting companies, and you yeah. are from from Belgium. Yeah. The value chain is from Belgium, and a lot of SAP consulting companies focus on the SAP business at their customers but you are at the value chain but then also you are at the hyper chain and you're just focusing on the specific automation of processes so we have the the unit hyper chain that's actually specific for automations uh, hyper chain hyper automating and uh, we actually have a, a functional consultant who yeah get into the process and then we start thinking about how to automate things so we are a mix of of technical and functional consultants at the same time doing actually only automations at this moment. Yeah. So, yeah. And how big is the group? Uh, six. Okay. Yeah, not that big, but no, yeah. no, but but you're focusing we, we, on yeah. just that. And only so this. Y- only this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. The, it's, it's for me, it's a full-time job of uh, automations. And that, that that's really nice because you have a lot of B2P also partners, which is good, yeah. eh, because we are fanboys of a B2P, Jan, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, but then it's it's really broad. Yeah. Eh, on integration, on, on app development, or on, on analytics, but then the six of you just automation. Yeah. Just can automation. can you explain us and, and, and our listeners or our viewers um, how does a automation project look like? Um, Do you bring a developer? To, what, what? Yeah, for us it's a mix of a one fun- mostly one functional and one developer uh, because that's sufficient enough. And uh, we have the functional consultant, of course, who does the functional job uh, and he tries to get our, all the information, the process. Uh, yeah. And yeah, for example, sales orders or invoice solutions, uh, we see at the process. He looks it up um, like this, <laughs> and um, yeah, I try to fig- fit it into an automation. So, but that's yeah, we work together at always because he looks into the API calls. He knows the process. I don't know the process that good, and that's why we we work together always. And how is the collaboration with the customer or the end user? Mostly, I'm more uh, yeah working from home because uh, most of the projects for me are like uh, at the other side of the country, and the functional <laughs> consultant. Yeah, but it's liter- literally like 200 kilometers. Yeah, that's uh, it's yeah. a bigger country than yeah. the Netherlands. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, one of my uh, functional consultants, he's mostly in contact with everyone, with the business users, uh, trying to get uh, the information how we can uh, yeah evolve the product also. Eh? And this yeah. functional consultant is also part of the team. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So he's are with three, de- three developers, mm-hmm. and uh, the other ones are yeah, we have project manager and fu- functional consultant. So he's in he's in charge of basically identifying the use cases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He d- identifies, b- and a lot we we notice that a lot of business people also come to us. Ah, but perhaps you can do this also because ah, it takes a lot of time. Yeah, and then sometimes you have to see where it's yeah sufficient to yeah go automate this because if something takes up 20 days to create an automation for something you should do uh, you can do or you do it in five minutes every day mm, you shouldn't perhaps not create an automation for that but yeah, that's the, that also the think about the, the business yeah, case the business yeah, case yeah. itself is also uh, very important yeah yeah okay and uh, what can you also enlighten us a little bit on what kind of projects that you run for your, for your customers with with automations yeah, for now uh, we actually created more three solutions, and I'm I've been busy with those three solutions for the, the last year, year and a half, 
And uh, for example, the invoice solution, uh, we have uh, an automation that runs uh, Outlook. Uh, it monitors Outlook at a yeah, full time. <coughs> and per invoice that has been found, per attachment, we launch a workflow. And then we do a lot of checks in SAP. And uh, if all checks are fine, which is mostly most, uh, master data related, uh, we go to uh, SAP and park an invoice or we create a sales order, for example. But it's always a bit the same concept at this moment because yeah, you have uh, Outlook at the one side and uh, other, and the other side you have an OCR tool, of course, and then doing a lot of checks in uh, SAP and posting something in the end at the, yeah, in SAP itself. Yeah. Yeah, and for what I learned is that Process automation comes with OCR tools, right? With the possibility to basically um, yeah, the know, document information extraction, yeah, to, to yeah, read to PDF yeah, documents, yeah, 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 to yeah, yeah, take yeah. those invoices in all shapes and sizes yeah. and turns it into something that's structured. Yeah, yeah. So we receive a lot of structured data, data type uh, with yeah all the the data from the PDF just filled in for us and ready to use, ready to consume. So even your use case are AI infused. Oh yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. AI. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah, we should have a counter on how many times it's it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would be great to have that also on screen. And we'll get uh, a prize. Yeah, <laughs> yeah really. And maybe, maybe we can send it to Christian then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you mentioned three solutions. Is three solutions for one customer or for multiple customers? Uh, multiple customers. A lot of customers are, are They have interested. the same scenario. Yeah, it's uh, mostly the same scenario. And then uh, depending on the customer, we have still have some change requests, of course, because because you have the, the basic uh, solution. Uh, so it's like a standard solution. But every customer has its own features and they want want an approval flow. They don't want an approval flow. So it's always a bit different everywhere. Yeah. And and I just read also that uh, that you brought a new solution to the uh, to the store. Yeah. So yeah, you yeah. actually have a, a service or a product in the store. Yeah, uh, I think all three of them are all in three the store. Of them. Yeah, I think all three hey, of them are hey. in the store. I want to know more about this. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what what solution do you have in the store? Uh, the invoice posting solution. So uh -huh. that's the one uh, about invoices receiving and then parking them uh, immediately in SAP. And then we have the uh, the sales order creations. And uh, purchase order confirmations. Okay, but the, the, so so you built them for a customer and then eventually got to productize them. Uh, and sometimes it's the other way around. We uh -huh. already think about the the layer, the, the the solution itself, and yeah, we have to sell it, of course. Also, uh, you True. can you can build a solution, but if nobody's interested in it, <laughs> yeah, that would, <laughs> that would be a waste of time. Uh, exactly. But these, uh, these sound like very commodity type of of solutions, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, more generic because uh, yeah. yeah, all the customers have invoices they have to pay. Uh, exactly. Exactly. And sales orders create or purchase order confirmations. So uh, it's something you can go to a lot of customers with. And yeah, how so does maybe a question to you, Twan. Yes, Jan. Um, because you're doing this fellowship with Build Process Automation. Why do you keep saying that? Uh, because, <laughs> it's, because it's important and relevant. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have a guest. Yeah. yeah sure. So yeah, j j just a question. Um, because we have this uh, this business accelerator hub. Yeah. In which we po post all this important content and stuff. And most of the times what we do is we take these very generic type of processes and put content in the business accelerator hub for these kind of purposes. Yeah. Well, I, I would say things like processing invoices and stuff belong there. Um, okay. <laughs> Let's not talk about the, okay. the, the SAP stores, that the multiple SAP stores that we have. Maybe we should have an, an episode on that as well. But of course, there is the, the Business Accelerator Hub. But there is also within Process Automation, within SAP Build, there is also mm -hmm. a store. And I think your solutions go in that store. 
Yeah, I'm not sure. Oh. <laughs> don't, uh, don't know the name exactly. Okay, because I wanted to ask, it's, it's what, wanna, uh, what if a customer is interested? How does this work? Do I they think, yeah, I meant they just so click the, the SAP store. No, no, we still have to implement it. Okay. So it's still, uh, mm. because uh, the workflow, uh, it's way too complex to do this one in uh, an SAP build process. Ex okay. Exactly. So it's like a workflow that we created. I created it in uh, the business application studio. So I ah. still have to deploy everything. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like a click and, oh, it's purchased and uh, let's ready to use it. Yeah. That's not not a possibility yet. No. Okay, but that then, so you, you create it in the business application studio and then you deploy it to the B2P environment from the customer that yeah, also is exactly. interested in that solution. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. With the necessary changes if needed. Yeah. And then it's the store is just to highlight that, that you have the solution and yeah. then the customer contacts you yeah. and then, yeah, okay. Because it's, it, it is a solution and yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's ready to import, but... Yeah, and I think what you are referring to also in the in the business accelerator hub is that you have ready to go workflows with all the process yeah. steps in yep. it, and then you can import it and then tune it to yeah. as you like it. That, that's that's the way usually yeah. that content is being used, right? Yeah. So yeah. most customers they take it from the business accelerator hub, they change it whatever this wherever it's, that's necessary, and then they deploy it. Yeah. But you have right. a quick stop because of all the artifacts that are already in the forms are in, exactly. the data types are but in. Yeah. For our solutions, it was not possible yet yeah. because there is not a sufficient enough uh, amount of activities ready to use to create a process. So it's not possible yet, just technically not possible at this moment. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that that brings us a bit to the differences between process automation and workflow. Because you've been doing or holding a speech even, I think, <laughs> on the migration from workflow yeah. to yeah, process yeah, automation. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's also an excellent blog on the on the SP community from Yana. <laughs> ah there you yeah. go. Maybe it should <laughs> so be it's a reference put it to the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank yeah, you. I will put it in there. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, because I did a migration like for the invoice solution from yeah, the older workflow management and IRPA going to SBP, uh, SBPA, so SAP Build Process Automation. And there are certainly some differences because SAP Build Process Automation is like newer and it still doesn't have all the capabilities of IRPA and workflow management. At this moment, we can see that SAP Build Process Automation has more functionalities, but missing some at the same time. For, mm -hmm. uh, for example, the environments, they're still missing. Uh, I'm waiting for it. I know it will be released soon, uh, but these are f missing functionalities really. And then if we talk about the workflow management, you have workflow created in the business application studio where you can create SAP UI5 tasks, for example, mm -hmm. and you have a lot more possibilities. It's also more of a pro code environment than, than it is in build process automation. I can create scripts, I can do whatever I want, and I can do that yet in build process automation. I have a business process. Um, I'm still waiting for the message event, for example, and that's that are some yeah. key features. Yeah, I've seen some UI5 integration with uh, build process yeah, automation. It's, it's and it's, uh, I think we have to wait a little bit before we bring it to the customer. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't not a really nice user-friendly uh, integration, but it would be great because then yeah. now the, the current form editor from process automation is, is basic. Yeah, it's really it's like notepad. Uh, yeah, no. yeah, for me, it's it's not usable. No. You can do a, l yeah, a lot more with an SAP UI5 task, but there you come into the, the pro coder environment, yeah. of course. Yeah. So that's for me, yeah, easy to use, uh, but not for everyone. Yeah, so hopefully then also because it, as you look, if you look at built apps, there is also a form editor and that yeah. has more features, exactly. like colors <laughs> yeah. and, and, and or images. And, and, and you and can edit the CSS, sta the style sheets, yeah. you can edit everything. So it's... it's you can brand, brand yeah, the forms. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's still the same uh, drag and drop uh, functionality and the ease of use, but a lot more of uh, yeah, yeah. functionalities in it. 
Ja, het is, ja, hey, here comes the answer. It's on the roadmap. <laughs> It's coming. That's basically, yeah. That's basically asking for a blend of the two, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The exactly. Build, build apps and build so, process automation. So, uh, a blend from the, the, the no-code, low-code form editor, like from build apps and then integrate with, with process automation, but also, of course, an integration with like the UI5 forms yeah. for the pro-code environment because there you can do more. Yeah, yeah. build code. More flexibility. Yeah. yeah. So build code, build apps, should all be infused into just like AI. Yeah, yeah. All fusion, de- <laughs> fusion development teams. Yeah. AI. <laughs> We should really have a counter. Yeah, exactly. That's, maybe you can create something with IoT. And I don't with colors. Hey, can we uh, just write an app about it? Huh? Uh, build apps to count. There you go. Hey. Yeah, next yeah. time. Yeah, <laughs> well, we have to invite you next time as well. Then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's go back to the to the real world from our customers, where you implement those kind of scenarios. Um, just for for me to understand, I'm coming from an ABAP background, really yeah. long time ago. I have a lot of gray hair, so that's a really long time ago. But then you know that you have functional specifications, technical specifications, or maybe even today you you work in in sprint. And but it takes some time to really do a pro code development before you yeah. deliver it to to the end user. How is this in, in, in the automation world? <laughs> yeah, you have the activities in a build process automation, so it's like a, a ready-to-use SDK. So you don't have to do a lot of coding at the same time, um, but it depends. You still have the pro-code mindset. You have a try-catch, for example. That's very important, of course, for us. Um, so you can actually create automations with the ease of just drag and drop. If you have the pro code mindset, you still know, ah, it's try catch. Okay, I have to initiate my variables. I have to, I can create a script. Uh, now I have to do a, a web service call, for example. And you go, you can create an automation real quick. Yeah. Because of the use of the SDKs, it's like ready to use. You can uh, uh, yeah, use DRE by SDK, success factors. We have SDKs for Word, uh, for Outlook Online, PowerPoint. So there is a lot, a lot of content ready to use. So that speeds up the development, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So, and is it possible to say how many days or how many months, how many years you work on an automation project for a customer? Is it? Yeah, hopefully it really not years, it, but it, it, really <laughs> it really depends. Yeah. Uh, I uh, that's get, a consultancy I, I, answer. Yeah, yeah but uh, I, I actually <laughs> set up uh, the base solution, so like the Happy Flow one, uh, like uh, really quick going from Outlook. Um, to uh, the OCR tool that we use. Uh, we actually use MetaMaze. We don't use the document information extraction, but, but we are partnered up with MetaMaze for our OCR. So that one, uh, together with the checks, but real basic. And the posts, I think I set it up in five days, but it's cool. really basic. But it's still not the, the, yeah, then you have to do the error handling, of course. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, you have to expand the whole solution because some basic checks don't cover up yet. Yeah. So. Then it starts, of course, but the whole base in which you can expand everything, uh, five, six days. That's really fast. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can still remember that we're doing a project with the Run Livestruck or with the Mobile Innovation Lab, yeah. not sure. Yeah, yeah but I, I don't want one. The one that was the, yeah. the, the, the lab is a successful yeah, truck. Yeah. It, all, it also <laughs> comes with, with the experience I have already. So it's like. Yeah, so yeah. we didn't have much, <laughs> although <laughs> we did have a couple of experts on board. Yeah. Uh, but it was five days with based on the all tooling. Mm. So yeah, but it was not uh, focusing on automation, but it was more focusing on SB Club platform la- those days. Eh? So we yeah. had a case that we were going to work on in five days, but then we deliver a prototype. Mm-hmm. But you deliver 
the end product within five days and have to extend the product <laughs> yeah. later. Yeah, but that's also because I the, the, the Outlook monitoring automation, yeah, it's ready to use now for me. I created it once. I yeah had to, to do a lot of things. Yeah, Oh, you have the experience it. now. Exactly. Yeah. And that automation is already t- ready to use to copy-paste and transform it to another one. Uh, with some, yeah, if, you, if you think about it, uh, yeah, at, the, at the moment you start creating, that knowing that you will have to use this one also for other solutions, yeah, you start developing s- slightly different. Yeah. Well, why have you chosen to use MACE instead of, uh, ma- instead of document information extraction? Uh, at that time, document information extraction was just not sufficient enough. Right. So when was that? Uh, last year, last year, one okay. year and a half ago. Um, yeah. So and I must say the extraction results from between MetaMaze and Document Information Extraction. I think one of my col- colleagues mm-hmm. did an, uh, a comparison between the two, and now it's getting closer. But at that point, MetaMaze was yeah really better. Yeah. Maybe maybe I can tempt you to try it again. I mean, there's there's now I can like a premium edition available yeah, for Document I saw Information that Extraction. A, that's AI based, based on Sh- large ba- language models, so I'm trying <laughs> to avoid the word AI. <laughs> 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 Damn. No, it's not worth it. I still said it, didn't I? A newer version was coming, and uh, yeah, it was on the roadmap, but uh, I haven't had the time yet to compare it again. Yeah, it's 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 going to be slightly more expensive, but it does an amazing <laughs> job. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> you try to sell something. Um, no really good sales. Only pre-sales. What, what <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, then, then let's go back then to the real world, to the customer world, which is also about pricing, I know. But yeah. what? So say a customer is interested in, in automating some of the steps in the process. What does the customer need to have in place before you can actually start? Before we can start, or we yeah, before it can run. The automation. Uh, you have the virtual machine, of course, because uh, at this moment you have the process automation and you have the desktop agent. So it's still an on-premise component that's within your network, uh, with a, behind the firewalls, uh, placed on a virtual machine, and that one actually needs to have the access for yeah for doing the same job as a person would do it. Yeah. Uh, uh, if you have to move files from directory to directory, if you want to access SharePoint. So this computer also needs to have access to SharePoint. To it's mimicking. In it's, an a, it's really mimi- mimicking. So that's why we also need the same rights as yeah. doing this. Yeah, as if someone would be doing the, t- the same job. Yeah. Um, so that's that's a very important one. Uh, I think most important, one, and of course, BTP and the services. But yeah, and yeah. on BTP you create then the, the the automation. Yeah, yeah, we have the uh, SAP Build Process Automation Service yeah. uh, that comes. Yeah, and then we use uh, mostly WorkZone, so we can embed Task Center in it, and then you have like uh, a nice view of all tasks, uh, to eventually together with uh, other tasks and other inboxes. Yeah. Is it that did when you visit customers, they already have B2P in place, or some of them do and some of b- of them don't? Yeah. So if they don't have, then they also need to make sure that it's connected to their backend system because yeah, that's where yeah, the, the that's, process that's is running. Yeah, the process is running, but uh, that's that's one of the m- nice things of process automation. We also have a BAPI SDK, so we can actually connect with older systems, ACC systems, using BAPIs instead of API calls. So it's, that's also depending on the case and of course the system of uh, of uh, the client of the customer. That's yeah, what kind of mm, yeah 
going to the, the backend that yeah. there is. Yeah, but that's nice because it's one of the, yeah. when you talk about SAP B2P or when I talk about B2P, then you all say, hey, this is side-by-side extension. And of yeah. course, we always draw SAP S for HANA on the left side and B2P on the right side, but it doesn't need to be S for HANA. It can also be EC. We can actually connect with everything. And when using BAPIs, yeah, of course, there is the remote function called, so you have to uh, you have to have the SAP GUI installed on the virtual machine also because it's, uh, the, the embedded libraries are needed. Yeah. But once you have that in place, yeah, we can actually connect to older systems also. Yeah. I think well, I think even that's where the real value exists. Not only to have applications in S4, yeah. but for instance, like what you said already, a mashup between inboxes in Outlook yeah. and bringing that data, extracting it through... Yeah. Through what, one? <laughs> Sorry? <laughs> I was checking the... We're, we're extracting the data from invoices in Outlook through... What? AI. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then pushing it into S4. So the more systems yeah. and applications you mesh up, I think the more efficiency you will gain. Yeah, because uh, if you want to do your job, you also use Outlook and you also use Teams and you also use Word and you also use Excel. Uh, so it's actually, once again, mimicking the user. Mm-hmm. And we have to have connect uh, with all of the systems, all of the, the tools that the, the, the user also needs to do their job. And yeah, most of them, it's uh, yeah, mo- a lot of uh, Microsoft yeah. things. So mimicking an end user, it's when you have gray hair, I have gray hair, I started thinking of what was the transaction as E27, SM27, batch input maps. <laughs> <laughs> you still remember them? <laughs> yeah, but that's also when you are trying to mimic. An, uh, yeah, but that's different, yeah. right? Batch input maps is one way, so you can only push stuff into uh, into uh, ECC or SIP or S4. I think this still exists, by the way. <laughs> no, no, no. But but, but now you have still an, op- an option to do screen scraping. Also, exactly. With, yeah, with I don't not to use that. No, nope, nope, no. Nope. It's in s- unstable. Oh, no. yeah. If that's if clear. your button changes like yeah uh, you know, two centimeters to the left. I can find the button, so it's completely crashes. And if you click on the, at the same deca- at the same time uh, when it's doing its process automation, and you click, uh, it stops. Yeah. So for me, it's I, I tend to not use it. I actually never created a click bot. Okay, mm. yeah, but I that's nice I because that's the same difficulties that that you then experience with that as I yeah. experienced when I was an ABOP developer and, and yeah. the, the the lazy ABOP developers in those days said just create a batch input map and then transform it into an ABOP program and then you go. But then if SAP yeah. comes with an upgrade, the whole program doesn't work anymore because yeah. the button yeah. is gone or there's an extra screen yeah. or extra fields or yeah. Yeah. less fields. Plus, SAP and does things asynchronously. <laughs> so you get ra- funny race True. conditions that you didn't get during development and stuff. So yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the challenges are still the same. Mm. Well, what I did notice about, and this is what I like about the SAP uh, process automation tools, is that there's a possibility to you know fall back to APIs as well. Yeah. And I think if you look at competitors of SAP and how they do process automation uh, purely through screens and stuff and through scraping and through inputting compared to the bots that you built with SAP process automation which are basically built on both well the screen scraping and maybe screen entry but also based on APIs that makes the bots so much more stable Stable. much more stable of course uh, that's why I also tend to use now the uh, the Outlook online Uh, there is an online SDK now Mm -hmm. and instead of using the application Outlook, which is not always that stable, the Outlook application itself, but we have the APIs now. So I can actually use the SDK of online. Uh, in w- uh, yeah, that's it's Microsoft Graph Embedded. So it uses the APIs to call Outlook things. That's also yeah one step into stability. Again, yeah. 
Important. Ja, 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 ja. Ja. <laughs> ja. Oké. Okay. En um, so you work, you have quite some experience now with, with, with the tools that, that SAP is offering, and also you had with the, the IRPA, the, the, the tools before yeah, that. Yeah. Tools. Oh, yeah. Um, so if you could wish for anything that you want to make your life as a developer easier, what would that be? My life as a developer easy. I think it's AI. AI. <laughs> AI, AI. Uh, ding, ding. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I actually saw some things about Yule. Uh, Yule that's yeah. going to create some workflows, but <laughs> I don't know if it will if it will be easier to use because I think there will be a learning curve to how to use Joule. And whilst learning how to use Joule, perhaps I can create myself at the same time faster and not having to type all the, the, the small differences. Yeah, the, 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 the results are really dependent on the prompt that you enter. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So you have to learn how to generate prompt. something <laughs> with Joule. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, Jewel is one of the secrets, of course. It's <laughs> announced very loudly at SAP, and uh, yeah. but we still have to see how it's going to be implemented. But it's also on the process automation, and yeah. you can say, hey, I want to have a process, blah, 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 and then it ge- generates a process. Yeah. And of course, we have to see how that goes, is going to work in, 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 in the real curious. life. I'm still curious. But okay, forget about AI. What more, more, more trends. More, more, more trends. Uh, I mean, I'm keen to hear about more trends in this area. You're, you're, the, you're one of the topic leads, both at, at, at Sapiens as well as uh, TechEds and stuff. Um, mm. So there's this, and, and you're on top of, of course, this topic itself. Yeah. <laughs> um, is AI the only trend? Uh, wh- what oh. can we, what can we expect from in, in the domain of hyper automation? I think I have to look at one because uh, I don't know what's coming <laughs> else. Uh, but besides AI, I don't know if there are a lot of changes coming at this po- uh, at this moment. Yeah, so th- some of the changes that we already discussed. That yeah. uh, so to improve the current tools, but um, that's on the that's on the on the um, roadmap. But what's more, the question was more of okay, you have experience. What yeah. would you to have as a P put on the roadmap? Ah, embedded pro code. Uh, I. I yeah, for me, uh, I'm still pro coder and yeah, <laughs> from the heart. Uh, I, that's how everything started for me. And sometimes I'm a bit limited. Uh, we can't use JavaScript libraries, even though we have uh, JavaScript uh, in place and we create a lot of custom scripts, but we can't use some other libraries that have been created already. So, uh, for example, uh, I actually had uh, nights spent on uh, how to round up in JavaScript because it was totally fucked up. Uh, rounding some numbers, amounts, uh, the, if you tried it at, uh, I think, uh, uh, the, uh, comma 555, uh, using one uh, function was like 56, the other one was 55. So, I, I, yeah, really, and I had to create my own function, but it was already in place in a library and I couldn't use it. Yeah. JavaScript so can be a, a <laughs> you, yeah, you have some I nice presentations <laughs> yeah, in the past. <laughs> it might be of and uh, for example, uh, the business process, you can't, you can't embed a, a custom script in a business process. For me, that's yeah, I'm I'm too limited at some to- uh, at some points. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see what, where where SAP Build is going to in, mm-hmm. in what kind of direction because I currently I know that that SAP really wants or we as SAP, I'm not in <laughs> the developer so, but that they really want to focus on being in a low code no code environment and that's a difficulty. Yeah. For example, if you compare, I'm not sure if you have experience with Mendix. No, no, but if you go like like Mendix, then they also offer the opportunity to open up the the hook yeah, exactly. and then go that in the would code. Be so nice because sometimes you just want a small difference, and as a yeah, as a coder, I just know where to look uh, and just quickly change it. But 
Ja, yeah, but the downside... Like a, oh no, this is just one line of code and I can't put it in there. That kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, but is it one line of code? Uh, it starts with one line of code yeah. and then it, <laughs> no, it gets no, multiple no. line of code <laughs> and then you have the difficulty if you are running in production and there is an issue... Is it in the backend? Is it somewhere in B2B? Is it somewhere in Mendix? Yeah. Is it somewhere here? Or, uh, that's a difficulty to find then where the error lives. Yeah, but that is also uh, like now for the solutions. Yeah, where is the error? Is it in the workflow created in BOSS? Yeah. Is it in one of the automations? In which automation exactly? So uh, And sometimes it's like a bug in Microsoft's. Then you have to uh, to mm. look real bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think yeah, yeah. Excel stopped stopped working. Okay, we have you have to reboot everything. Yeah. So yeah, that's difficult. Okay, yeah, do, yeah similar. You, you know where I hope that uh, process automation would eventually go to, and maybe it's far in the future. But yesterday we've been looking into events, business events, right? And, and at the user group meeting. Yeah. Of, uh, with event mesh. Yeah. Yeah, of event mesh. Yeah. What if in the future you would have like a video camera watching over your shoulder? While you unpack stuff, yeah, and when you unpack stuff and it sees what kind of box it is, and it immediately marks it off your pick list, for instance, that sort of thing, or your your delivery advice, or something like that. But or in retail, mm-hmm. that as soon as you pick something from the shelf, that auto- process auto- that is an event being created, that process automation is being okay. being invoked. Yeah. yeah, but you have these smart glasses in in warehousing. That's already in in, in place. That, but I'm not sure if that's the same example. That Things like video processing and stuff. Like yeah, uh, take, taking taking not process not process automations that's being started based on information informational structured businessy type of events, but just events that are happening in real time. Oh, it recognizes the event and then starts exactly. the yeah, event. Like, okay. yeah, like a camera that recognizes a face, it should recognize an action. When when we were talking about hyper automate hyper hyper automation. I was I was hoping that, that we would go into that direction. Oh, okay. Perhaps in the future, but uh, at this moment, I don't think it's even possible yet. I don't know. I think last week was a, there was a, a YouTube webinar by Stefan Sluchter about hyper, uh, uh, no, sorry, enterprise automation. <laughs> and um, I think they're going to plan more. Rec- I can also put it in the show notes, the, the replay of that. And uh, there will be more episodes on that, on what is enterprise automation at SAP. And I think that's really interesting because also the TechEd session, I think that was the best visited TechEd session last year. Ah, enterprise automation. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But today we are talking about uh, automations. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So back to automation then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> can, can you share one of your most fun or best experiences or most efficient kind of what what what's the thing that you that you look back on and like this is the most fun or this has been the most efficient process or this is the best worked out thing that I've ever built before? This is mm. most value most <laughs> customers or just yeah. the coolest thing. What you're uh, most proud of. Yeah. Yeah, the invoice solution. <laughs> the invoice solution. Yeah, <laughs> it definitely. Because if you if you should see what kind of checks are built in uh, the, the, the company code, we have to look up the business partner. Uh, is the business partner even in the company code? Uh, does it all fit up? But the amount of checks that are in place... Uh, yeah, in the end, it started off small, but uh, in the end, it was like, uh, what did we just create? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we spoke about that earlier, and and then the the, the process in basic, uh, the, so the happy flow is, is is a few steps, yeah. but you created so many what if scenarios in your process. Yeah, but that's also the reality. Yeah. Uh, what if the comp- the 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 business partner has been blocked for payments? Yeah, you have to notify your, uh, the 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 users. Yeah. Hey, this one uh, won't pass because it's blocked. The open amount you don't want to have an an invoice 
for 1 million euros if you only have an open amount of 100,000 euros. So it's uh, you will notify them, but hey, there's something wrong about this one and you don't want an invoice parked in SAP with some faulty yeah, data. Yeah. So yeah. Th- that's why the amount of, of checks is like <laughs> big. Huge. Yeah, yeah. But, but what happens if you do not build this in these what if checks this what what, what happens to the automation uh, so we st- say you just implement the happy flow uh, for a customer yeah, it, and then it parks it parks an invoice you still have to run the the, the payments run itself uh, mm-hmm. that's still a manual job so we don't immediately pay everything i don't want to risk that no. even uh, but yeah that's uh, so it's immediately parked for a uh, for invoice, yeah, for par- for paying. So then, an individual needs to check that. Yeah. And, and then yeah. now, if you have all, you take into account all those yeah. exceptions, then you notify, and then but then they don't have to search for the, for the, the issue no, because exactly. you already Let's found the we, issue. We already found it. We stop it because uh, if the business partner has been created, we want you to create the business partner and check up the yeah. uh, the IBAN, for example. Uh, we are not going to do that, uh, but it's still a manual step. Yeah. And that's why that way we still have the users who are still in control of everything. I think we should implement this everywhere within SAP <laughs> because if you do something in SAP and you get an error message, it's probably not the <laughs> the, the, the message is not ra- guiding <laughs> you into the real direction. <laughs> no. uh, perhaps Jill can help us. That no, yeah, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully AI, AI. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently, business rules also still a big uh, a thing, a big thing. Like yeah, within process automation, this absolutely. Like, yeah. if an invoice is exceeding a certain amount, if yeah, you do you use the business rules? rules? Do yeah, you reuse I, I use them a lot. Yeah. Uh, I'm not now changing from business rules to decision rules uh, because you ha- decision rules are actually easier to use uh, than the older business rules. But I always always create a new project for it because that way I can give out access to the business users. You can access this project, but don't touch my code. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Code Important. is in another project. Yeah. Yeah. So I still use the, the decision rules but yeah separate it yeah so. and wh- what makes the decision rules more user friendly to use you don't have to click 20,000 times on activate huh. <laughs> It's a different this system, is, right? This is it's a, yeah, you have the uh, in the workflow management, you have the business rules and there is a separate application. Uh, mm-hmm. And in that one, you have to activate the data object, then you have to activate the rules, then the rules service, then the table. And you have to activate everything once again. And if you actually deploy it, and then you have to do some changes, you still have to activate everything once again. So it's like clicking 20,000 times on activate. There is no, sele- no activate all button. But this is feedback for Twan and the team. <laughs> no, they uh, have the no, decision no, rules now. No, the decision <laughs> rules from post automation. It's like, yeah. it's like activate, deploy, what? <laughs> there it goes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> a, that's the old old environment. Uh, yeah, so we don't we, we don't want to use business yeah. rules anymore. Yeah. Uh, okay. And then do you use that as a service then, the, the, the decision rules, or is it? Yeah, I use the APIs to address to my uh, decision rules yeah. and, and make use of them. So because I separated it in another project, I can't directly access them. Yeah. I think that's really powerful that you have your decision rules as a service available to all kind of other applications. Yeah, as well. because I I also use them in the workflow uh, that's green uh, that has been created in the business application studio, but I also use them in uh, in my automations. So it's more useful is in service instead of just yeah. embedding them. Yeah. Okay, okay. Ana Café Nederland with Jan Penninghoff and Twan van den Broek. So. Hey, Anna. <laughs> Jan en Jana. Ja. Oké. Oké, oké, oké. Dat gaat je een HR-ticket opleveren, Twan. <laughs> Gelukkig is dat in Nederlands. Hey, uh, Jana, so, 
maybe the, for the, the listeners to our podcast or the viewers to the podcast and they say, hey, I'm really interested, uh, but I have no experience on the automation part. What is your suggestion to how to, what is the first step into to get the learning journey? The learning journey. Yeah, I uh, actually think that the learning journey is, is really basic enough to get started with all of the things of SAP Build. So not only the build process automation, but also build apps and uh, the build work zone that's also in place in that same learning journey. Yeah. But for me, that's uh, like the basic. You yeah. can start off and do a lot of things already and see how everything yeah looks like or can go yeah but this is for consultant that wants to get to know the the, the, the tools right yeah 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 that was the question yeah. okay so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe if you maybe want to be like jana what, what do you have to do yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go to the learning just start just start and try yeah. clicking on everything and yeah but then the, the learning journey is to find the dna and copy it <laughs> <laughs> that's maybe in the future right <laughs> yeah, but the same the same question is for for business folks and that's yeah. that's what i'm really struggling with i was not ready with my question but <laughs> oh, sorry, Tom. I'm, I'm still going to continue. <laughs> I can I can switch you off. No, but let, 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 hold your question. Hold your question. Okay, okay. The learning journey is really good yeah. and powerful because yeah. you have step by step approach on what to yeah. do and how to learn. But then you need also need an environment. Yeah. And what is the environment that you can use for your learning journeys? Yeah, the SAP built. Uh, yeah. Process automation, but I think there is a free uh, free trial account also. So, it's so it works on the trial account. Yeah, it works on the trial accounts. Yeah. That's where that's I started at uh, yeah. the very beginning. Uh, but that's powerful because the trial account is available to all of us yeah. for no yeah. cost. Uh, I no actually cost. went to schools already and gave there uh, a start uh, hands-on uh, experience with SAP Build Process Automation. And they activated their uh, trial account with their school email address even. Yeah. And they started off with process automation. Within a few hours, they were able to do some things in process yeah. automation. So before you so continue with your question, get learn. your trial account and go to learning journeys from SAP. Yeah. You learn about business yeah. process automation. You, you, you're looking very strict at me, Twan. <laughs> <laughs> so now you can ask a question. Yeah. Very directive. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now same question, but now for business users. Like, th- this is something I really struggle with. So we have this process automation and yeah. we know the capabilities, we know the screen scraping, the yeah. des- decision... Decision rules. And everything. Yeah. Okay, so... Um, but, but still, um, what I find is that a lot of the companies that we usually go to they are unaware of the fact that we can basically do this that uh, they're unaware of the potential inefficiencies that they have in their companies that we can so yeah. easily solve yeah so how do you go out there and you know evangelize yeah. this whole um yeah that's that's where uh, the the pre-sales comes into place and it's actually uh, for us it's a, a hyper automation study day uh, that we go to the customer and uh-huh. we just go around all the processes and then you can identify the use cases. Just one customer or do you have like little classes? <laughs> Sorry? Do, do you have w- groups of customers coming to you? or? No, I, d- uh, I don't think that's the... Uh, yeah, we go to them. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's yeah. one customer and then you yeah, do the, then the then inventory. Yeah, then we go to inventory. them and then we u- do the... the, the, the u- because yeah, you have the, the, pr- the all the teams, uh, AP team, you have uh, the sales team and... There we have the the, uh, the meetings with. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so spreading the word is is important. But it? then still, you need your cu- your customer to be ready to have such yeah. conversation, right? Yeah, yeah. Not everyone is uh, all already open for automation. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking for the really looking for the topic starters. How how do you start this topic with a customer? I think automation is in place everywhere, and if you create some kind of awareness, beginning awareness, mm-hmm. hey, we can solve this problem within, uh, we have a solution. Uh, so the solution is a start already. 
Yeah. And then it comes to into more solutions. And oh, we, we want a use case and we have this. This is a pain in the ass process. C- wh- what can we do? And then the ball go, yeah, goes rolling. Yeah, and you can ask ChatGPT for topic starters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think the invoice solution, the sales order, and, and uh, the purchase confirmations, uh, that's already a start. I think it makes sense. Yeah. And yeah. also to talk about inefficiencies, to talk about manual work. Yeah, a lot of repetitive tasks. Repetitive tasks. The repetitive repetitive tasks, tasks, but also error proneness. Uh, you, you don't, the, the bot doesn't misclick. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> it always yeah. does the same thing. Eh? Yeah. It it can't click on the wrong button. It can't fill in something wrong with because if you uh, a- annotated the documents correctly and no. you confirmed that this is the data, yeah, this is data. Then and you do not there make a typing mistake or anything. exactly yeah. no no added zeros, no uh, yeah change between a zero or an O eh? because mm-hmm. uh, fraudulent uh, things. Uh, yeah, the bot doesn't do that. Yeah, I think yep. it's time, uh, Jan. Four. This is the time. De moeilijke vraag van Jan. Oh oh. Yeah, I just asked my most difficult question. Okay, another very difficult <laughs> and another very difficult question. Ooh. We were talking about home renovation just now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Silence. <laughs> what what how is home automation how is home improvement? How is it connected to hyper automation? It's actually thinking about how you can build everything. So also uh, an automation, it's building blocks. It's like Lego. I can take this part, this part, this part. It's like Lego. Uh-huh. Uh, but my home is the same thing. I know this is wrong. I can improve this. How will I improve this? Uh, these are the, the, the choices I can make. So for me, it's yeah, building and rebuilding everything. You can rebuild the process, make it more sufficient. But for my home, it's a bit the same uh, uh, the isolation, uh, what kind of uh, technologies do I want to use uh, for, for uh, uh, solar energy, for example? There are also differences in between. I want solar panels, but what kind of solar panel panels do I want? Because it improves all the rest of my home. And so it's for me, it's, it's all, it's, everything is the same. <laughs> I like where this is going. Yeah. <laughs> Lego, building blocks, just yeah. connect the dots and get everything, everything together. Yeah, I like this. <laughs> but I didn't expect can, can you do your home renovation in six days? No, oh, okay. <laughs> I can paint my. Oh, I can paint. I can paint in six days. <laughs> I if actually paint it. Uh, make it in smaller building blocks, then then you can. So do there's it in a few similarities days. and there's differences. Of course. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, there is. <laughs> you should start a live uh, podcast. But also, <laughs> in home renovation, you have to start thinking about how will I start? What is uh, the start of everything? And how uh, this is my end goal? What is the process in between? Mm-hmm. Uh, from uh, I have uh, had uh, old wallpaper. Uh, I have to strip it off. I have to yeah make my walls clean. Then I have to paint it primer and then the paint the color that I want. So it's still it's still the process. Yeah, but I can't automate this one. <laughs> so <laughs> would have been easy. Ex- expected outcomes. The painting the process to get Expected there. outcomes exactly. And the then how will I move to that it. point? Yeah. 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 Okay. Thank you very much, Jana, for, for all your insights, also on, on home improvement. <laughs> Is there anything left that you want to share with our listeners? Mm, uh, no idea. <laughs> <laughs> but they can follow you on, 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 on LinkedIn. Uh, on, on LinkedIn, of course. Yeah. Uh, in and on Instagram. the SAP community. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. recommend that. Course, You're a yeah. blogger on the SAP community as well, yeah. right? Yeah. And I noticed that you are very keen on answering questions they have there. Yeah. So that's, yeah. a, that's a possibility. I always to try get to, to well. make some time so, uh, to, to answer some questions. Yeah, but that's nice yeah, because you learn something and then you share, and that, that's yeah. really valuable. And, yeah. and, uh, and it's also mentioned, um, uh, that, that 
that the product management teams saw that and they asked <laughs> yeah, you yeah, yeah, to yeah, join yeah. a customer meeting because you can share it from the from life from yeah, the trenches. Yeah. So this is what happens if you want to migrate your project. Yeah. And these, I've these been are on the, the lessons learned. On the, the, the Zoom meetings with uh, Manuel, uh, Emanuele, etc. for yeah the the migration part, for example, I think they already spoke about IRPA migration to SBPA, for example. And yeah, there are a lot of things coming yeah. up also. Yeah. And you, you were yeah. invited have, to Paris. <laughs> yeah, I was invited to Paris. That was also very nice, yeah. uh, getting to know the team. And now I have some meetings with uh, the SAP build process yeah, product team. Yeah. The, I have some, uh, for example, some interviews. Uh, what's your feedback on this new feature? Yeah. How can we improve this? So they actually really listen. That's yeah, also that's very the nice. nice thing, that's yeah? very so nice. Being SAP and being a more open company. Yeah, 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 and yeah. That they, they listen to you as, as the expert from the field and then yeah, yeah, take yeah. it into account for product development. That's, yeah, that's, that's, nice. that was really nice to, yeah. Just give feedback. It's honest feedback. It's sometimes struggling. That's normal. But they actually really use and listen to the, the feedback that I gave and try to get it into place. Yeah. Right. There was even this little voice that I heard that said that we should record this HANA Cafe podcast in English specifically for that reason. To share. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that more people Uh-oh. can learn about process yeah. automation and automation and the value that you can uh, achieve for that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much, Anna. Yes, was uh, happy to be here. Thank you very much, Jan. Thanks, Van. Ja. Dankjewel voor het luisteren naar deze aflevering van Hana Café Nederland. Heb je feedback voor ons? Laat het dan zeker weten. Wil je ook een keer aanschuiven in het café? Stuur ons een berichtje en geef gelijk aan waar je het over wilt hebben. Tot de volgende keer. Ja, tot de volgende. Tot de volgende keer. Bye. <laughs>